What's up guys, my name is Regan Rona and I just jumped on the Hustle podcast. I just interviewed Sean Gambin and we just bought this bread baby. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hustler Daily. My name is Mitchell Gambin, alongside me is Sean and Jesse. As per usual, I've done that backwards but it doesn't matter because it's a motherfucking Friday. We've got a very special guest in the building, Mr. Regan Rona. Mate, for people who know you, for people who don't, you know, give us a bit of a uh, Regan Rona story. Bit of a short description. Regan, oh mate short well my name's regan i'm now 24 years of age and yeah man just grew up in western sydney footy player you know the usual yeah. um you know i have a family of three now for, with my beautiful wife and yeah that's a short story about me that's short and simple yeah. that's what i, I would have to <laughs> that's literally honestly that was really, like really good at keeping it short like most people he went from here <laughs> to here to here. <laughs> and we're not complaining. And sure, I guess I'm complaining too. That's sure. the one thing I've realized from the outside looking in is even podcasts, even social media, is that you are actually a really good communicator. Thanks, man. Bro. Well, we we're just talking about that, eh, Sean? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, so I, 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 wanna, I, I asked you if you, you'd be able to come on here today um, because I know you, we were what, 12? Maybe like the footy was days. it 13? 13, 13, uh, yeah, whatever it was. It was. And um, you were a leader from that age. Like, you've been the captain growing up from under 13s to whenever we stopped playing together. And yeah, you know, you're a laugh off the field at training. You know, you can provide the banter. Yeah. Like, you are A grade <laughs> at providing the full banter. <laughs> but at the same time, you were someone that, uh, uh, growing up, especially myself, you know, playing a, a critical role as hooker <laughs> in, in a footy team. Watching you. Watching you. Who told you? Who know, <laughs> <laughs> told you? Hey, sorry. Well, I'm, hey, I'm talking to Mark. Let me talk myself. I think it was his... um. His dad? <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, you, you, you were dead set a leader. I'm not fucking around. You were dead set a leader Thanks, from, from the get-go. Appreciate like, it. You were you vice know? captain one stage. I was. I was vice yeah. captain, and whenever you didn't play, I was captain. Yeah. So I loved when you didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever you didn't play, we lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nah, we, bro, don't, don't, don't. Oh, no, sorry. Our, always, team, our team I was, was just really trying good. to talk you up. Oh, Shut up. I'll take the praise. I'll take the praise. We always won when you didn't play. But, no, but seriously, from, you know, training, to the game to just the way you handled yourself you know like you were dead set that bloke that I think I can talk on behalf of our Wenny team we looked up to you in that sense that all of us took the piss you know we love playing footy We and when it come to training we were 100% at training yeah 100% but when it came to before after before after the games you know like it was just fun and you led that and you know <laughs> Yeah, man. Like I said, man, we were, we were blessed with a really good squad. We um, were. Man, what was that? Them, six six years in a row. Yeah, it was six years in a row. Most of the boys, man, like they had the skills to make NRL, but at the end of the day, um, you know, most of them didn't. I think Tom Amoni was the only one out of that crew. Um, Which that, comes down to the hustle. It's just dedication, hustle. 100%. Um, but yeah, we had a good crew, man, and, you know, we are blessed with the plays that we had, and, you know, man, we could give it to each other. Um, that actually helped <laughs> oh, me to, to the person I am today, footy, and now team, you know, just... Man, we used to give it to each other, be right. the biggest smart asses. Um, and yeah, man, you just you just learn and adapt to, you know, your environments and that's what I did. And you know, I love footy. Played pretty much my whole life since I was eight and I guess it was that team that we had was just so passionate and happy to play. Well, that's it. And that's, yeah, man, it's, that's the thing. And that's where you look at Penrith for an example this yeah. year. Like, you know, they went so well, but look at like so most of those players 
grew up since they were 13 playing together. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's literally how, how our team was. You but know? we won grand finals, so. <laughs> 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 hey, Take that, Jerome Lewis. <laughs> Steve Crichton, whoever you are. But no, literally, like, and that's the thing. That's why I wanted to get you on because it was like your hustle and your dedication has has shown now that you have a family of three, as you said, like, I'm the same age as you. Mm. To think that I could have three kids, be married, you know, you know, doing and, your own and business and that. Like, you you've bro. probably got own three side hustle. kids. Come on, I'm kidding. We just were thinking about crabs comment. before. <laughs> you don't want to talk about crabs and kids in the same situation. Come on, come on, come on. But seriously, like you know, for you to bring that to you're now 24 and to take it on for what 10 plus years it's just shown now that you've you know you're working as a, as a sales rep you've got your own social media business yeah. and it's your professionalism is just second to none yeah and I that's appreciate where the raps man honestly like uh <laughs> you know it's funny uh, i'd never expected my life to be like this you know as a young footy player i thought i was gonna play nrl um as we all do yeah as we all especially do. in our team oh mate i'm sure 17 of the 18 thought they were 100 percent, and I, most of them would have been able to if they kept going um yep. but yeah like I, th- I wouldn't expect where my life is today um it's man i'm blessed truly blessed to have the life that i have and man a lot of people like i said to you before they on social media they see your life and they see like the gram like the glamour side of it but really like social media plays that bit sometimes is you don't actually see the behind the stories of where i've come from it hasn't been easy man uh, like it has not been easy mm. and i still go through my trials and tribulations well, I, I know your family i know yeah. your mum and dad you know, and i know exactly where, yeah. where you've come from especially yeah. so just yeah just like that man like um it has been a journey and the journey's still you know going so i've just gone through so many things in my life that's you know shaped and formed me who i am today mm. and um you know it started from you know when he days when i was captain there and um you know people saw leadership in me you know so you had to adapt to that role man i was 13 14 you didn't really care about it but when you start growing up um you see the responsibilities and footy man it's the best because it teaches you your life lessons i still got things that i learned from footy that, that you, you know, use today use today 100 um, so even in my career with sonoma bakery you know the banner you know all my clients we i just go around drinking coffee as everyone knows every time you do a q a there's a guaranteed one question i'm sure there's another 10 in there that yeah. are just unanswered oh, mate, how many coffees do you drink a day yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's I, a I love my coffee question. and um you know my, i'm blessed with the best job if i didn't have a business mm. mindset i'll be doing my job for the rest of my life so yeah like just it just taught me so much you know from you know talking shit with the boys at training now to customers, you know, like it's pretty much the same. But just it literally is. Being able to vibe and just yeah, get exactly. them conversations in. That's exactly. an icebreaker in itself is just being able to just be a have human. fun. Just like be have a human. Yeah. Be normal. On a, yeah. Even yeah. in that, that business environment, not make it like a sales, like exactly, I'm man. selling to you. No, it's, it's I'm you, I'm a human like you. Yeah. It's a skill, bro. But like, it's not something that you like oh, can yeah. wake up the next day and go, you nah. know what? I'm going to be the best salesman ever. Like, you learn that from, as you said, them skills from footy, like teamwork, cooperation, even just 100%. communication, bro. Like, oh, it's just, it's not something that just comes to you one morning. Like, nah. it takes years mm. to perfect. Yeah, and- like, I've sold so many things in my life. Like, I used to do a network marketing. 
try to sell Sean up a couple of times to join the Illuminati. <laughs> 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 fuck off. <laughs> 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 he legit said, you're not that good. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that's where like I started, you know, my career as sales is the network marketing. It taught me a lot. And then Sean telling me to piss off a couple of times and you get used to rejection. And um, yeah, I just, you can name something I've sold, you know, I did an app that I tried to sell that wasn't even out on the Apple store yet. I sold coffee funny enough so yeah man like it's sales is something in life that you know is so important because i believe that we all sell your, you know your personal reputation and who you are as a person um a lot of people you know sell buy from me or use my services because of myself 100 not because of the product yeah and that's literally the best thing about social media now too is that you you sell it from your social media like people aren't using their social media for that reason like people are in sales yeah and you see their social media and they've got nothing they yeah, got, yeah, they're scared to show their you know, they're self. scared they are because it's you know it's it's a job whereas you know with your social media you see like especially with your fucking tiktoks now <laughs> <laughs> if anyone um is on here uh, follow me on tiktok please because everyone's gonna do shit uh, i'm gonna make it up because of these guys <laughs> i'm just joking but yeah like it's a funny story like man like you said, a lot of salespeople, you can tell they're a salesperson. Yeah, like yeah. you said, Block, it's, you know, it's, if I don't go in for the whole, like, hard sale, um, it's a personal relationship for me that I'm looking for. And I'll just be myself. You know, I talk shit, I drink coffee, and I get that vibe with everyone. Um, mm. And same thing is, like, you were saying, Block, you know, you, you, you can pretty much, like, picture a sales rep walking in as soon as they walk in. Me, I just walk in like a dickhead and... This guy's Hopefully a regular customer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like I said, man, like I'm actually really blessed with what, like, what I have today. And where do you like? Where do you think that you got this leadership sort of from? Because yeah, yeah. you know, as I said, we're talking about you being 13, 14, being captain, and mm. and a lot of us looking up to you in that sense. But like, where do you get that from? Man, like my mum, man, uh, especially when my mum and dad broke up, man, she pretty and much. Well, like, how old were you when that happened? I think I was fifteen when they broke up. Um, would have been 14 maybe but like she just like man did everything for our, like us like my dad disappeared for a couple of years and um you know i still love them and um but at that time you're like what the hell like what's yeah, going on like you don't know what's going on but yeah she, I, I really think i got the leadership from her because she just led our family man mm. um being a single mum you know providing everything for us used to you know i used to be the favorite child of course and yeah. still am. <laughs> oh, i know the feeling <laughs> exactly, exactly right Mark. i yeah. know the feeling oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever i asked for man i used to get and um <laughs> my mum, you know she never she kind of this sometimes showed me that she was struggling but she always kept a straight face and i think that's where i got it from um but yeah over the years i've been captain for foot, a footy team you learn how to, to adapt and um, especially now having your own family, you have to be a leader of your family. Yeah. Especially as the you know the men of a family, you have to really lead your family to the right direction. Because if you don't, you know you got your kids that are looking up to you and your wife. You know, so I, yeah, I, I think it's just the few things that I've been through in my life that's made me that's sort of like, shaped you to who you are. Exactly, man. man. Do you so think like, being oh. no, you go. No, I just wanted to ask, bro. Yeah. So, like, say post footy, like, obviously, as you said, you'd never envisioned the career that you're in, like, mm. this sort of lifestyle. What was the experiences, or how did you, like, say, transition out of footy to where you are now? What was, like, the steps and processes? Yeah. So, actually, so this is a funny story. So, I made SG Ball up an age, got injured a couple of times, didn't really pay much. I think I paid one game if I was lucky. Actually, no, I didn't. I played trial games, I made the team, and then the whole season I was injured. 
And then the next year, my own age, I got dropped to Western Academy. Um, actually played with Jerome Lua, so shout out to you, bro. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I got dropped, and that man, I was so discouraged. And my mum at the time didn't have a car, so I used to catch a train from Seven Hills all the way up to the west somewhere. I think Kingswood. It was a mission, man. So I kind of lost the passion from there. But I still knew I had, you know, a bit of natural talent. <laughs> and I thought in the back of my head I was going to make it, but I wasn't doing the work to get there. Mm. And then um, after that season, so I was would have been 18. So after that season, didn't really focus on... I think my manager at the time, um, he said he had an opportunity in North Queensland. I didn't take it because my mum, you know, yeah. my family. North Queensland. You got shit yeah. going on, yeah. Out here. Like, I don't want to like leave them. Penrith or Sharks. Exactly, or, yeah. So yeah, Somewhere like that. It was a big whole new state for oh, me. Yeah. So I said, oh, no, nah, I'm not interested. So I went to Wenny, played a bit of Sydney Shield. Um, and like, I just knew I was losing passion. I wasn't doing extras. And then I did my ACL. So my, I, f- I think my, my daughter would have been just turning one did my ACL and at that time you know we were making like $1,000 oh sorry not $1,000 $200 a win so I say shit $1,000 I was getting that I wouldn't have stopped but yeah a week and um, yeah so that that wouldn't that like, I was being a barista as well I was, I was making coffee in the city plus playing footy and it was, you know, once I did that, man, I was like, shit, I've got a family to take care of. Uh, you know, yeah. so either do I be selfish and keep, you know, doing what I'm doing or do I try to, you know, make something of myself? And from making coffee, uh, one of my mates and my business partner, James Latouf, offered me a job to sell coffee. And then from that job, it just really, you know, got my passion full for on. For selling. For selling. And for salesman. I was a yeah. salesman for a year and a half to two years. And then I quit my job. So if, just as my son was born, I quit my job. <laughs> that's rough oh, that's like imagine, imagine yeah, that's a big choice yeah my wifey um, you know man I put her through some shit but <laughs> it's funny like every time one of our children is born there's like a big opportunity for me to do something <laughs> oh, yeah. and I usually take it so <laughs> uh, so yeah they had my son and then like it was like two weeks after I quit my job and did social media full time um, and then from that experience man that was so hard i was like i made it i'm 22 i think i was at the time 21 i was like shit i made it you know this is my dream come true mm. i wanted to be retired i'll work for myself by the time <laughs> I <wanted> to be <laughs> retired. and then bro i was like shit is this how hard business is like mm. honestly it was a smack in the face mm. like i thought this is it it's going to be easy it's all up from here but man it was tough honestly mm. like and it really i had to look at myself because man and then from that stage I got an opportunity to work for Sonoma. So during that period, um, doing my own social media business, like it was so tough that I had to go back to work as a barista, you know, just to make some extra money. And um, obviously having two kids then. And then I came into this opportunity with Sonoma. Uh, one of the reps, Stefan, he, he actually saw me in a barista. And then we just started chatting. And then he's like, bro, do you want to work for us? And then... And that just shows yeah. your talent, really. Yeah, personal like no one, yeah. no one just goes to anyone. Like I used to get coffee a lot of people. Yeah. If I had a business, I'm not asking them to fucking work for me. Yeah, a lot of baristas that you just, they're your barista. Yeah. You, don't, you don't take them as that, that sort of like, you want to work for me. You just, you take them as a bloke who makes coffee for me. Exactly, yeah. And that just shows your hustle really at the end of the day. Yeah, your, man. Your openness with people. Your service. Because, wow. Yeah. And um, so from that, so from that point, man, it was just, yeah, pretty much not uphill from there. Obviously, I still struggle with a few things and, 
um, I just found that I fit, like fitted so well with that company and um, selling bread. It's man, the product speaks for itself. So you boys have got some couple. Bread of does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't lie. When you brought it to, or I think Andrew brought it to train and shout out yeah. Andrew Elevate. Elevate specialty coffee. <laughs> yeah, go get it. <laughs> uh, when he brought it to training the other day, he gave us some. So I took home some bread rolls, bro. Man, the missus had some. Uh, we ended up making our own burgers. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh my fucking god! Like, did you send that? Through? I think I sent it to you. Yeah, that and you were all like, "What the fuck?" Because it was like half. That looked like a Chris Marco right? special. Brioche, half brioche, half milk bun. Half brioche, brioche. I can't say it right. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I never say it right. Maybe an Italian. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that was like the best burgers we've ever made at home. Mm. Yeah, that nah, bread was so fucking like, nice. Thanks, bro. Keep pushing it. But yeah, that sells. <laughs> and um, yeah, man. Like I said, I got a good job. I go around talking shit, drinking coffee, selling mm. bread, and then yeah, man. Just from I guess from there, um, I think it was a year into uh, me and my mate James. Uh, we've always, you know, he's been there for me and we've always been like-minded and we've done a few things together. Um, and then, yeah, we just linked up and um, we started this business together that we have at the moment called Megafo Media. And it's been almost 14 months now and we've got, you know, a team of 10 people and wow. it's just, yeah, it's, it's going really well. Thank God for that. And I guess, you know, through life, like we we're talking about before consistency, mm-hmm. um, never giving up. 100%. man uh, there's been times where i'm like why am i doing this you know and yeah. uh, god keeps reminding me you know you got a, big, a bigger purpose for yourself and i just i guess not i don't stop you know even if i mm. hit a roadblock i you know just keep going and and that's yeah. where like i think without asking you the motivation has come from your family yeah man to be honest with you because... like and also jesus man like honestly mm. you know, well that's uh, another thing too yeah. because you know, I, I know you growing up. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, we had a, some fun. A saint. Like, nah. <laughs> we definitely had some fun. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, like a lot of people, like they haven't seen in a while. They're like, "Oh my gosh, you've changed so much." Because, you but know, you know what the funny thing is? Story. Yeah. We like we haven't seen each other prior to this year. One eighty. Shout out to one eighty. Yeah, shout out. To <laughs> prior to this year, probably what two, three years, maybe um, even. We've probably ran into well, each other. Probably yeah, like since footy. Well, like yeah, it might have been the high and by, but nothing yeah. personal. Major. Wouldn't kiss and hug. Saw you again this year (laughs) and like you haven't changed that much in the sense that like... You're still you. You're you. Like you're still that just like that funny banter, that personal as well. Like you're very personal. Like when you have a conversation with me, I feel like you're having a conversation with me. Whereas you have a conversation with a lot of people and and you can just see that they're like looking, especially in a group sort of uh, situation, you know, they're sort of whatever. But like when, when we were there having a conversation, I'm just like... This is a Regan I fucking grew up with. Like, with the mob. coming from and a Storms fan. That's why oh, I wanted to get you on back. because oh. I'm like, oh, we'll get to that topic. We'll get to that topic. We'll get to that topic. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Hey, he was talking you up before you came. <laughs> no, in. no. I was like, man, if Mitchell wasn't if here, Block I'm is gone. Not here, I am gone. Regan's <laughs> going home and then you rocked up. So you want to give him that shit? Uh, look, I was happy Melbourne won. Yeah, yeah. You know what? So was I. Yeah. I wanted Penrith to win for the sake that, like, it's Penrith. They're 20 kilometers away. But, like. <laughs> We could have went to the parade. Ryan Pappenhausen. <laughs> Selfish reasons. <laughs> yeah, literally. Nah, Hustler. Pap- it's good, like, thing. having those... Having it at, like, Pappenhausen even just connected to it, like... It's good to see that it's not just now, like, Melbourne, like, all Queenslanders, etc. I'm sure you love it, Regan. I love it. But, like, from <laughs> even a Westie's point of view, it's making them a bit more personable. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've got a reason to root for them in some games where you otherwise wouldn't. 100%, man, and... Yeah, well, just on that topic, bro. Melbourne Storm, like, man, where you got the goat in there, Cameron Smith. 
Cammy. You can't lose, mate. Hey, Cammy did you only go fucking... for them because they were winning at the time? Like, Everyone always First of bro. all, you're from New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you were born in New Zealand. <laughs> Let me tell you a story, right? You so came when over I... here when you were what? Six, five, seven, five. five? So when I was flying over on the plane. Wait, 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 wait. When I flew over <laughs> to, on the plane to New South Wales, I saw this beautiful state in Melbourne. Like, oh. And then I swear I saw Cameron Smith waving to me. So I was like, you're my man. Nah. <laughs> my, my favorite player was Billy Slater. Like growing up, I used to have posters of him and Greg Inglis. You can ask my mum for, you know, fit, like actual... I'll yeah. give her a buzz. Yeah, give her a buzz. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure you got a number. Yeah, um, but yeah, I used to have posters. I was a diehard fan. I used to go to grand finals with my dad. And man, like everyone always asks me, man, did you start, just start going for Storm? Like, Bro, believe what you want to believe. But I just started TikTok. Champions. I didn't start going for Storm. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Melbourne Storm, man, they're just a... You can't disrespect or, you know, say they're not one of the best teams in the well that's decade. why a lot of people hate them same as Roosters yeah. a lot of people hate them because of they're winning <laughs> literally, literally because yeah. of what they like you know it starts from the ground like I, I'm talking myself up again but I played Roosters when <laughs> I was 16 but no I'm 16 playing at the Roosters and from what they showed like I played power with you yeah, yeah. for the 15, 14s 15s summer coaching Summer coaching, the good old days, but then uh, went to Roosters and their brutal. professionalism from 16s just showed that that's why the club is who they are now. Like, because yeah, but, like just on that, man, like I can't remember Roosters being good. Like, honestly, juniors? Like, from the juniors, sorry, from juniors, like six, like honestly, juniors, no, like seriously, smart ass wise, good on you, you know what? I'm being serious, like, you know, like, no, but that, like, when it comes to training, when it comes yeah. to diets, like, they were very I'm 16, 15, and they've got me on diets. Bro, I'm there at 15, 16, prior to this whole fitness, mm. you know, uh, like, everyone now wants to be a fucking, a fitness, you know, guru. worry about, yeah, a fitness guru. They don't have any uh, qualifications. <laughs> but I'm there at 15, 16, playing for the Roosters, and they had us on diets, had us on all this. You know, it was just so professional from mm. the get-go. And, like, you look at, you know, the, the NRL side now, and even it's in the, the, the 20s back in the day, the New South Wales Cup, yeah. they just... And it's like Storm. It's they, a culture. It's like a culture. It's just... It literally is. Like, you want to play for them. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, like Parramatta, all these other sides, yeah, their juniors are good because they've got a really big uh, competition to yeah. choose well, from. Let me say one thing about Para. Very, very good juniors, but I think there's a bit of favouritism in the juniors. Of well, course, that's why you look course, at their yeah. side, because it's so unorganised. But for some reason, they let go of a and lot of players. They let them go, if yeah. You, yeah. If, if you put even matter. an NRL well, side, true. if you put an NRL side right now of players that played para juniors, oh, they'd win the grand final. 100%. Yeah, 100%. You can't keep them all, but... I, I like how I like how Panthers have done it, man. That's but amazing. Storm, for yeah, example, really they, you can't keep them all. But like Brendan Smith, uh, Harry Grant, you've got champ two hookers. Cheese, cheese champ, what are you calling? What a legend! What a legend! But you've got two hookers that are playing behind Cameron Smith that want to stay at Storm for the culture. Yeah, whereas say, you know, it's, culture. it's the culture. Cameron, uh, Brendan Smith come out this week saying, "I don't care. I want Cameron Smith to play on next year." And I'll stay in the side. I'll be the fucking yeah. hooker. 
I think because, on the table, boats and cars help us. Well, well, that's it. He's, <laughs> it's going to be a 2008 <laughs> or 2009 and, and cars and rings. But, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing that they, they create. Smith. And that's, you know, look at Craig Bellamy. Look at Trent Robertson. Yeah. That's what they create. They're the top two teams in the last decade, man. And um, there's a reason for it. It comes from the system. Yeah, it doesn't just, it doesn't yeah, just happen, happen overnight. And that happens not just in rugby league. It happens with business. Anyway, it happens anyway. with friends. It happens in life. Yeah. Like yeah, usually where there's you know, success, you can trace as to why. Why someone's successful? Well, that's it. It's Obviously, not, there's there's minute cases where it's fucking a like Cronulla Sharks in 2016. Like, more often than not, <laughs> what chain yeah, tells like you can, got a problem? You can, you can, trace, <laughs> like I'm joking. We want you on a potty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just dissing Chad Townsend. Why? <laughs> 2016 Sharks. That's a minute minority of, of no, no. Success. I'm saying like there there's minute moments where someone doesn't make it but they they had like successful traits because of like 0.01 like LeBron stuff. James bro I don't know what he made about. it cause so, <laughs> <laughs> he's there but then there's have you been, also, uh, I think you've been talking to Kanye West with going for one just <laughs> 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 said a quick prayer <laughs> quick prayer <laughs> nah but yeah like most of the time when someone or an organisation is successful it's because number one it probably leads from the top yeah in Storm's case Bellamy in Rooster's case, I guess you can say Robinson now. You can say, I guess, Pilatus. Over We'd the, say Robinson when he came in. That's what he I came mean, in in like, 2015, and he said, "We're not going to win next year, we'll but watch us win yeah. in the next couple of years." Yeah. Ended up going back to back. You're um, not predicting the future, like if he is, I, I want to know what's you, going on in my life. I want to put a bet on. You asshole. About that, I went to the game. This guy was there, and we're messing each other a bit of banner before, and yeah, they lost. But we played terrible that game, man. No, he's didn't. We played. Oh good. yeah, here we go. Cooper Cronk. So who's legend. the champions? What this about year? Cameron that's, Smith? That's the past. No, quickly, but <laughs> Cooper Cronk, 2018. He had that week where he wasn't playing because he'd done his shoulder. He ended up touring his shoulder. He wasn't meant Kronk? to play. Right, was he wasn't meant to Kronk. play. Cronk was, was not meant to play. Cameron week. Smith yeah. come out this week after they've won the grand final. He reckons he's had a broken rib for the last three weeks. Yeah, shut up. You can't. You can't. Man, you can't question the goat. He's not even saying a week. He's saying three weeks. Yeah, it's all. Fuck Cooper Cronk's legacy. I'm the yeah. goat. He is the goat. <laughs> Smith, you're the goat. Whether or not you've had a broken rib. I think he said he had two. Actually, I believe him. Two broken ribs. At that me. stage of the NRL, especially this year. Considering like sixteen to twenty weeks in a row of fucking the highest level of footy, yeah. like everyone would be carrying something around. Yeah, one hundred small. Like even Pap, he can't play. He's not. Oh, he's now. done his calf because yeah. his calf. And they got Clint Gutherson in. He reckons. Yeah, Gutho is gonna be SMH. It's funny here. You got your two like um, out of position centers for the New South Wales. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. Well, well you know what the funny thing is? So Sterlo come out. So nineteen ninety five, right on paper, the Blues looked like they were gonna. Sweep him, Queensland, 3 0. But then Queensland came you look at You look at the origin lineups for this year, New South Wales on paper should, should win 3 0. Yeah. Simple as that. They should. Like, on paper, they should. But it's the same last That's year. That's what Stella came just... out. Stella came out and said, I can't write them off yeah. because of that year and because the what the Queensland year. culture has. You look at Queensland for the last 15 years. They just don't give up, man. I try to forget about the 10 years in a row. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. But you can't. Because Man. it was, it happened during our, our grow up. Like that's why there's so many Queensland supporters now from uh, NSW. Yeah, I'm a Queensland. Come straight to New Zealand. Zealand. <laughs> uh, so, so that's come, another, come yeah. straight to New South Wales. Goes for Storm. Goes for Queensland. So that's what happened as well. On my right. <laughs> so on my left there was loyalty. Melbourne. Or in the plane there was left of Melbourne, and on the right I saw Wally the King. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, 
fuck. He does that. He does that. <laughs> hey, Regan, how are you? <laughs> he has a decent bird. The Rona family, how are you? Yeah, that's what they said, man. So I had to, you know, make my decision on the plane. Um, but yeah, yeah, I should have went for the Warriors, Bro, actually. that's why you're not wanted here in New South Wales. <laughs> Everyone wants me, mate. Especially, <laughs> especially all the cafes that have Sonoma. Oh, exactly. Because uh, as I said, I'm talking now, but bro. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> like Queensland. Every single cafe I go to that has that bread. I can't wait to try wow. it. Oh. I just want to make a toasty. I'm actually. Oh, like, that's, that's exactly what I thought. When I, I looked <laughs> over there. I'm like, fuck me. I need to have a ham and toasty. You need to go to Elevate Specialty Coffee. Like they use our bread and they their toasties mm. are new levels. Cracker. Wow. Yes. Shout out to them as well. Shout out to Where them. Where are they located at? Is that Seven Hills? Seven Hills. Yeah. So shout out to them, but at the same time, shout out to the break, and we'll be back. So. But for yeah, the break, we were talking, just talking about, I think we said we about something about, about like, Elevate and 180 Strength and Conditioning. What oh, man. What, what shout, out to, <laughs> shout out to Johnny. From that was, you see a lot of people from your Wenny squad, and that, like you got Tom and Moni, made yeah. it, he made it good on him, luck to the NRL, and that, that's a testament to his dedication to NRL. But you've also got so many of yours doing something individually, like whether it's Andrew... Um, pumping his oh, yeah. oh my god! You just got a limp. I thought you just got a heart attack. Lucky I didn't pass wind at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the perfect position. Blocker <laughs> looks at me pissing on the trough with my pants down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you got Andrew with yeah. um with Elevate. You got you running Megaphone Media and, and Zach you know, Azar, Complete and Co. Zach Azar. You got you know Gambo and and. I guess from your team doing hustler yeah. and, and hustling, you know, there's there's probably a few more who are Wayne Francis, you know, Wayne Francis, Francis meets like all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Wayne Francis, Francis meets. <laughs> nah, but that's a fucking cracker feed. Oh, but like, there's so many people Personary. from too expensive, but come that, on, wash <laughs> from that team that have branched off and done individual things, and it it's um is it I a testament it? to our dad? Nah. Shout out to Sam Gambin. Oh, so, <laughs> and he means well. He means oh, like, he means outside well. of the home, he means well. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, the, the one story that I always remember and I always tell is when Zach Azas went off at your oh, dad. Oh, bro. Were you there? No, oh, that was the best. We're like, well, we're like 15, right? Yeah, by, by your old house? No, it was yeah, Roberta yeah, Street. Yeah, Roberta so Street, we're about 15? Yeah, yeah. Oh, bro. That was, I, still picture, I can still picture... It, them it going felt like it. it was Craig Bellamy and Billy Slater. Yeah, like, because like, <laughs> dad, dad was just really. I don't even know what actually happened. I think we were doing fitness. Was it? No, we were doing ball, ball, ball work at the time. We were doing ball work. We're on the field doing ball work. And your dad said something to Zach. And Zach's just gone off of him. Oh, bro! I was just. Dad's just gone. Yeah, go back, back in your it. place. Like Zach walked off. Zach ended up going home, and we're all there, like at fifteen, going. Did we just witness what we witnessed? <laughs> like, but your dad, your like, dad, man, he got like, man, he went through like, I was putting on him as well. Like, he was oh. one of the boys. We used to put on all the time. And that's what makes a team. And that's why you see Craig Bellamy now with Storm. Bro, that is They're so all putting it on him, yeah. you know. And you see that Craig Bellamy, he has that so sort good. of, yeah. he has that side to him where everyone goes like, it's great. Like Wayne Bennett, for example. You can't see that side of Wayne Bennett. You can't. You well, you can, oh, but so to you're a starting point. to kind of show it now. So slow to now, but yeah. ten years ago you couldn't. Craig Bellamy, you're seeing it now. Mm. Like they're just giving it to him, and and that's where, like, for that example, like with with us boys, we were getting coached by him, but at the same time, he was someone who we felt so comfortable with that it wasn't like there's there's leaders and there's um what do they say? There's leaders and there's bosses. 
right? Yes, that there's a, there's a that's what it is. There's leaders that. and there's bosses. Yeah, I know. Man. Leaders are the ones who succeed and their teams succeed. Bosses just want themselves to succeed. Yeah, and that's where you see it in business, footy, for any team right. sport. You see that, and and that's where like as a testament, you know, to dad and a testament to the coaches that we had that. <laughs> You know, Johnny, Johnny, Mark, my dad was Johnny a coach Michael. For one year. Yeah, a few. No, nah, I think he was eleven. Yeah, he before was like we all come from Catholic comp. And then we had me um, and the Lebos. Yeah, all you man, what a team coming back on the twelves. I think we yeah. came over with like eight of us from Catholic comp. And then that's when we started winning. And that's when we went six years in a row. Yeah, <laughs> no, we had yeah, we had your dad and then John Michael. Just shows you, God's real. Amen. You <laughs> <laughs> brought gold with you from we brought gold with Sunday us. comp. That's why we started winning. Honestly, and then we started losing it when we all lost it when we turned eighteen. <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah, man. Sure. We had a yeah. That, those we've got so many stories we could tell about yeah. our, our team, man. Like, like just, when Andrea broke his leg. When Wayne, what Wayne landed. Wayne on. broke. Yeah, and we were yeah. like, we we're trying to like we're pick him at up, him. laughing at and him. And Johnny starts going off. And he actually broke his leg. We he broke his leg. Yeah. And we're so, like picking him up. So we used his to do so for everyone listening. Yeah. you're So the story yet? So. We used to do, so everyone, like the whole team used to get in a circle and we used to have two players go in and they used to get on their knees and grapple. So you grapple, like, you know, tackle, whatever, and, and get them to the ground. And it used to be the thing where the winner plays on. So majority of the time, the backs used to go well because, you know, you learn how to get in their shoulders and, and mm. get their neck, whatever. Andrea's gone a couple in a row. And, and Andrea... DJ and that's the thing Andre's DJing too so everyone's doing it so Andre's DJ he's gone alright Wayne Francis we better get Francis, some money for these plugs bro honestly yeah. uh, honestly <laughs> we're doing it all fucking free we do it a lot here at Arsenal that's what we're all about yeah. what about everyone succeeding bro if you win we win <laughs> so then Wayne, Wayne's come in <laughs> Wayne he's our front rower Andre's a halfback like, what made Johnny pick Wayne to go get, like... Honestly? It was like suicide. Who the fuck, <laughs> I why Johnny was angry at you. because he felt bad. Honestly, like, probably. Wayne in against Andrea. So, Wayne's come against Andrea. They're going. And then Wayne's just gone, boom. And Andrea's gone, ah! And, like, he screamed. And everyone starts laughing. Because, like, it was just... The situation was... You'd see it on Comedy Central. Yeah. It's something you'd see on South Park. <laughs> like the big show like, in Ray Mysterio. Bro, it was <laughs> hilarious. Same size. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was hilarious. And then, like, we sort of heard a click, but Johnny starts going off the coach, going off at us all for, for laughing. Turns out the bloke broke his leg, couldn't play for the rest of the season. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. He was our key halfback. Yeah, he was. I think that's the time you ended up going into 5'8 and killed it. Ended up being a 5'8. Yeah, yeah, that's. Actually, <laughs> like, mate, thanks you went for <laughs> My career went off. I got my shot. <laughs> I got my shot. Nah, yeah, that, man. We've got so many stories that we could tell, but we'll be but here or not. Yeah, that's also what. Um, it's something, I guess, Finchy now talks about. It's similar. It's like. Good teams that he was in played well, but they knew how to celebrate. Yeah. And I think that's where that's where you build that culture is in that obviously in the going the, in the trenches, the off field, it's the friendships, bro. The celebrations. Yeah, and, and I, I played in a lot of well, I played in a lot of teams where you know you're friends with three or four people. Mm. Yeah, the rest of them are just your teammates. I remember team. we growing up. Bro, you, like, I would personally started. was friends with every single one of those boys. Yeah. And I'll call any one up of them boys right now, and and we could go catch up for a beer, do coffee, it. a chat, well, we need to do a what, whatever it is. We need to do a reunion. And it's in the works. Dead said it's in the works. Mate, it's been. We were meant to do it last year. Yeah, but COVID came. 
Yeah, we'll blame COVID for everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone, everyone. Everyone. Hey, everyone's doing that this year. Bro, if you if you did something wrong, bro, it's COVID. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I lost my job. Texted you, COVID. COVID. <laughs> Literally. My, I couldn't touch my phone and then, like, you know. Like, I ran away from my kid. COVID. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but I, Reagan didn't. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm not COVID. I'm a good That's why you're a leader. <laughs> nah, but... uh, I'm sorry, I'll get off my knees now. Yeah, no, no, you're talking <laughs> about your <laughs> <you're talking laughs> <about you're laughs> <laughs> <laughs> compliments to Reagan and then somehow comes back to you. <laughs> it's like Reagan, you were a leader, bro. But when you weren't leading, I was leading. <laughs> I actually really loved when you weren't leading because I got to lead and I did it really well. We but won. We Every game we didn't play, we won. <laughs> but, but then did I, you, yeah. from a young age, <laughs> yeah. back to, I guess, the leadership and being kind of cultivated like and like looked at as a leader, in the footy, did that kind of push you to, like, at that age, 13, 14, you're not, like you say, you're not really focusing on the qualities of a leader and that. Nah, it's, yeah. not, it's not something that you're consciously like, I want to be a leader every day, I want to be better. Some people may be, but fuck, it's, it's a minority. Not at 14, it's a <laughs> No, you don't. You know what I mean? But did that, did that influence you? Even thinking yeah. back at it now? 100%. Did that you 100%. Kinda... Um, like I said to you before, like, being a, you know, as a 14, 15-year-old captain, you don't really think about it too much, but then you start realizing that people are looking up to you. People start respecting you differently, and mm. um, you know they it become a part of your identity. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. It pretty much did. Like um, before In we started this, way. before we started this pod, I was like, mm. "Man, make sure you call me Captain tonight." <laughs> 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 haven't heard it once. You have only heard Captain Sean. <laughs> 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 we'll give him. We'll give him that. See next to his name, but yeah, like it, it did. It did uh, roll off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, no, no comment. But, um, Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we like from from that age, it kind of rolled onto my life, and um, especially as a father, man, with three kids, you know, you really they look up to you, you're everything to them, and like I said before, if you're not leading them strong, man. It's who hard. will who yeah. is yeah who's going to do it so um yeah man it does it did help me man like i'm i'm grateful that i don't even know was it your dad that gave me the captaincy oh no yeah. sorry i think my dad did back in like when i was eight <laughs> so i was like you're the captain of the house <laughs> <laughs> go get bread <laughs> <laughs> legit got bread yeah man so yeah it did it did actually help out a lot and yeah. um yeah like i said footy there's so many skill sets that I learned from footy and I'm doing it today. So footy's amazing in that way, bro. Cause it gives, it gives a lot of young confidence. kids at the time that community and also that confidence and banter. Like you yeah. learn how to banter. You don't become like isolated. You have that community sense where it's like, fuck, I was a part of something from a young age. Yeah. And now it's lifelong relationships, especially in stuff like this, where it's like a team that you actually succeeded with, went to the trenches with, like had built friendships with. That shit lasts for life. Yeah, it does, man. Like like Gambo said, he could go call up anyone right now and we could have a beer and, you know, just anyone. talk. Literally, any one of those 25 <laughs> players we played with throughout the, the six years, any day. Like, and, and that's where, hey, that's where like, it connected right now with you. Like, forever. as I said, we didn't actually chill with one another for two, three years. You know, mm. you were doing your stuff, I was doing my stuff. and then... I was popping up babies. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I was doing well, my wife. Wife. I was going to say, you selfish fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, you ain't popping out shit. Yeah, yeah, make you're you're just delivering it. Yeah, I know, <laughs> fuck it up. <laughs> Gumbin. Gumbin, the new guest on us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, again, like, it, it, you, you say that and then, it is that rugby league community and it's mm. that, that team community that, like, you boys know, you just played sport and whatnot and, 
Except for basketball this year. Oh, fuck me. I don't want to ever see that team again. That was an individual effort. <laughs> I don't want to see that team a fucking game. <laughs> Done. Did you guys like, even... I saw... I've listened to one of your podcasts and... Did you guys even win at all? Oh, look. We um, don't discuss the... Okay. <laughs> we don't discuss so, our then, basketball then, then one game. <laughs> so one game, the first minute, so they, they didn't have players. We were up by 10. We ended up losing by 30. Because <laughs> they, they didn't... And they still the didn't field. have players. So I think they had three players to take the field. So we were actually... They gave us 15 points. They, 15 points in basketball. Oh, that's why... Because right, right. the, the games are scheduled. So yeah. if we don't finish by 7.50, starting at 7... Like you need to be there on time. You need to finish because yeah. it's games after games after games. So if a team doesn't have their players there, then points start getting... Uh, being <laughs> awarded to the opposition. No way. So their their team had like <laughs> wow. three players, and they couldn't field for like the first two three minutes. So we were just running up the score, we were fucking geeing up every time a point came on. <laughs> we're like, yeah, because that was winning. like our biggest run of the season. Well, so you were up by ten? Oh, fifteen. Like fifteen. 15. And, and then we got not only fuck, we got hammerhead fuck. Like, <laughs> is that when they had their full squad back on? I think they were. Just, I think they only had four. Guys. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't get their players back. But we were playing in Division One. First of all, we asked to be yeah, in Division Six. But we're just playing for fun. We go to every single game. We're getting fucking smashed. They're bro, doing alley ooped. Oh, wow. we're getting alley ooped. Like, bro, it's, I didn't even like, play park basketball. Yeah, yeah. I'm just playing for the fucking boys to make numbers. <laughs> I just wanted a jersey. <laughs> we got ourselves the West Sydney Hustlers. Nothing to hustle we're about hustled. us. We were getting hustled. We were getting hustled every fucking game. <laughs> but besides that, coming back to the team, like, again, as you were saying, it's that that builds you as individuals. Like, I know, I, I learned a lot from mm. that. Like, you know, having that confidence in front of 18 people. I couldn't speak in front of a crowd in year six. You know, and then... Coming, right, no, but coming to that we're point, we're getting deep. Here. <laughs> That's I couldn't, trauma. bro. I'm talking in front of my class. <laughs> Let me get my notepad out. I should be school. <laughs> Boy, himself. Did you want me to fucking go? It'll probably be a better interview with Reed. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my notepad out. We can talk, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll message you any questions I have. <laughs> like, no, but seriously, it brings so much to an individual. Yeah, it does. No, 100%. It does. But it's more than the... It's off-field too. Like, even the way the Melbourne Storm were celebrating, you could tell in Cam Munster's face in the fucking we're Origin jersey bro. that he has been partying with the boys. He's sitting oh, there like this. They still are. Yeah. Like, like, the well, that, but they've been leaving together for the last six months. They went up from, from Melbourne to live in the Sunshine mm-hmm. Coast. Uh, they were in a bubble, as, as New Zealand were. Yeah. You know, um, and that's where it shows that, that that bond that those boys made has just won them a premiership. Yeah. Everyone was like, as soon as Cooper Cronk and Billy Slater left, everyone's like, how are Melbourne Storm going to do anything? They've come out, they, w- they went to the grand final that year, lost to, to Roosters. Everyone's gone, well, what's going on? They didn't make the grand final the next year. Then they've come back this year and just gone, literally, fuck all you guys. And that's where Craig, all them guys have just, I don't know yeah. how we got back on this situation, but like, it just shows you the leadership that comes from rugby league, that comes yeah. from team sports. Like, yeah. it, it, Literally, well, you see Craig Bellamy carrying on with ten seconds to go, and when Penrith yeah. scored, and he's oh, losing it like they the just chair. lost he's the gone game. Kicking bro. the chair, I would legit watch a whole game of just him. Yeah, <laughs> man, he's. Don't worry about you the field. I just want to see. Sometimes has the cams. Yeah, you can kind they, of see. They should have just a Bellamy. Oh, you know Adam O'Brien? So he's the coach at Newcastle this year. Love he it. used to be the assistant coach at Melbourne. Yeah. He, he was used to be the assistant coach attacking, and he used to be the attacking coach at Roosters. He reckons compared because Trent Robertson's the same. Like he's a fucking. In the in the box, he's a loose head. Like he just yeah, goes crazy. Doesn't show. He goes the way that Craig Bellamy would go from a hundred to zero. Like he'd be there one minute going off, and then he'd sit down. Something good would happen. He'd go fuck. What a tackle! 
And he goes, that was the difference from Craig and Trent, was just that Craig literally could take it from that to this without any emotions. So like he had he, bipolar. He wouldn't... Well, yeah. probably. <laughs> <laughs> simply now that mental health is there, call 1300 100 <laughs> for mental health problems. Uh, Lifeline 24-7. Say Sean Gaiman for twenty percent off, but um, <laughs> shit, another plug. <laughs> Bro, you are making are you hustle. getting sponsored, cuz? Bro, I'm all about that mental. He hasn't health told game. you, boys, but everyone he's getting now he's getting paid for. He's it. making <laughs> bank. <laughs> that mental health life, bro. That's it. No, mental no, health that, that stuff is important, man. Honestly. It definitely is important, and that's where like, how do you go with your mental health, bro? Going from playing footy to not making to literally being a star. Yeah, man. To going to. Western Sydney, as you said, to yeah. go into Wenny. Yeah, which yeah. Wenny's not a big drop, but at the same time, compared to the, the rise that you were on, like how how your mental health go from that? Oh man, it was like it was tough, honestly. Like I went from you know playing rep footy, being the star player, and then just to nothing, man. It Literally played a big pole, like toll of my life. Like I was drinking, partying, drugs, gambling, and I replaced that with the kind of the footy, you know, that feeling. So I was chasing something always, and that was because man. I, I legit went from, you know, that I'm going to make the NRL. highs, the highs, the really big highs. I'm going to make NRL so, and then to like, shit, I'm not going to make it now. So what am I? And, mm, um, mm. yeah, it took me a while to get to find my feet. Thank God I had my daughter, man, because that changed my life around. Like she, um, such, such a blessing. And I don't think without having a kid, I'd be where I am today. Cause I was a bit of a mess and like, yeah, from the highs for my mental health, I can now look back and say, oh shit, that's why I went down that path because mm. I was trying to find something to replace the mm. highs. And you, you learn in life that, you know, footy is not everything. That's why you see so many footy players after they finish their career, they just go back. Brett Finch. Yeah. Good example. Mm. Great, yeah. Like you know, they finish their career on such highs. They live 14, 15, 20, 30 years playing mm. from fives to... 37 and that's whatever the know. case is and that's all they know yeah they're superstars that's why it's a massive thing now is like the whole let's get them a job in some way shape or form it doesn't have well to that's be melbourne for example monday like to friday melbourne yeah. so in their off season you literally have a job you're working yeah. on a, a trade you're working yeah. on a job site and that's so good i, I like they i think it was um the last the last season but when under 20 started they had that career path as well so mm. even from when i was doing actually ball they also had the career path and that's so good because mm. there's only a small percentage that's going to make nrl and like i said like for my example you know i thought i was going to make nrl since i was 15 you know mm. that this is going to be my life accolades but, you again yeah man of the match almost every round final thanks man yeah no it's yourself uh, and then you know, best I'm just surprised you're not talking years. about yourself. Wait, 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 wait! Let him finish. Best come forward. Back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forward, weighing under sixty kilos. Shut up. So, no, back to yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and seriously, but like you had all those accolades growing up. You were captain. You were this. You were that. Yeah, it, making all those sides, and then you literally went down because of injuries. Yeah. because of where well, the like, path you sort of took yeah, yourself yeah, down. Hundred percent. Like a man. It was a it was a big um, change in my life. Um, I didn't really have a career set up for myself. Um, I was being a brush at the time and making coffee, which I enjoyed doing, but nothing too serious. And I was still trying to make it, but I knew in the back of my head that I wasn't um, going to. So, yeah, like I had my daughter and it just changed my life. And then I found God as well um, at the same t- like probably a year after my daughter was born, and that that really just made the spanners did you plan to have your daughter no like no, no. no didn't didn't plan it, it just um it so I, me and my were miss going out of the time yeah we were or, so yeah. i'll tell you what happened so i lied about my age when i met my missus so she's six years older than me 
How so, old did you say you were? So at the time I was 18, I think I was, and she was 24. So I said I was 24. But, uh, <laughs> on my bio, but no, but your professionalism at the oh, time, mate. that's it. <laughs> yeah. You could have been 38. You sold it. You sold it. I sold <laughs> myself. <laughs> I just want that. Yeah. And by, on, my, on my Insta bio, it said 18. <laughs> so we hooked up and shit. And <laughs> then fun. Had our fun. And then she came, like she used to work at another shop in a shoe shop. But she came like running over. She's like, how old are you? And like, I was like, 24. She's like, what is this? I'm like, Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I said, oh, listen, I'm 18. That's how many men are the match of one. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, right. I wish I said that on the spot. I'm talking him up, the blokes won nothing. <laughs> like, oh, they're never going to make NRL. Nah, it's all me. It's all Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's going to make his debut 28 years old. Right? It's still coming. Yeah, but yeah, um, so when, yeah. I, yeah, when she found out, and then we were dating f- uh, for a bit, and then um, the day she was moving into my mum's house, I was staying with my mum, and the day she was about to move in, she found out that she was pregnant but this is a funny story we'll move in her from a unit you know some stuff and my stepdad was helping us out and i was asking her to help me lift the tv and she wouldn't so i got so angry at her what the fuck you doing yeah that's what i said i was like help me and she's just standing there doing nothing i was like what the hell and then we packed the ute and we caught a a bus (laughs) (laughs) mate we caught the bus and then i was like what's wrong with you and then i'm like are you pregnant i just said it like out of the blue. Out of the blue. And she's like, yes. And this is, I was on the bus going to my mum's. <laughs> I got off and I just dropped, started crying. And like, it, man, I was just in shock. Like 18 years of age saying like, I'm yeah, about to wow. have a kid. I couldn't imagine. And yeah, but um, yeah, man, it was like, man, honestly, like I said, the best thing that's ever happened to me. And from there, it was just a journey of, you know, myself and my wife now to, you know, get to know each other and accept it, accept it, uh, not accept it. Just, um, I like, I w- always was going to have the baby. It was just yeah. adapting to being a dad at a young age. Cause I still had stuff that I had to work on myself. And, um, then about a year later, like <clears throat> during my coffee, being a barista, my boss, Simon, and, um, a few people beforehand introduced God to me. And, uh, we used to do Bible studies with Andrew and, um, a few of our other mates that were there and my boss, Simon. Um, and then, like, I kind of, I, I was atheist growing up, never believed in God. Um, my, my parents didn't practice anything. And uh, I was like, always used to judge people that went to church. Like, well, why are you going to church? Like, you know, you're wasting you're time. Wasting time. Um, I was like to them, like, you know, you're out partying and you're inviting me to church the next day. Like, you're a hypocrite. And then, yeah, man, just some, like, obviously different situations. Um, you know, there was a few things that people showed me. And then when I was working at the cafe, started to, you know, learn the word and, after after having my baby girl i was like man god has to be real because i witnessed the birth i was like mate how the heck is that possible mm. like honestly it's the most beautiful thing but most like like how like right. you just like how does that come out of that anyways i won't scare you boys she's getting my message yeah. she hates it oh. thought of it she can't she can't thinking but, about it from a not being in it perspective like yeah, we're so blessed to like be boys. Like, yeah. We are so blessed to be males. Oh mate, I'm telling you, the day. wait till you see your missus oh. have a baby, man. It's gonna be like what the hell? You'll be like wow. thanking God, thank you for making me a boy. Yeah. But I'm yeah, still so atheist I, to that day. Yeah, so <laughs> what? You're atheist to that day? Yeah, I'm atheist to that day. It's alright, man. Well, I was once atheist as well. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's hope. There's hope. I'm joking. I believe in Donald Trump. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hustle of the week. Don't ask him his hustle of the week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We all know. No, it but yeah, but so yeah. Um, yeah, man. And then I found God. Um, you know, I got introduced to uh, you know a few different um, Bible studies. I went to a church. I go to now Revelations Western Sydney, and it really just helped me change my life. You know, goals and where I'm going. And 
without Jesus, man, I wouldn't be who I am today. Straight up. You know me. Like, I'm still the same. Oh, See, yeah. This is what people think. When you when you come to God or you give your life to God, you think you're like this innocent saint. Mm. No one... If you actually read the true Bible, throughout the Bible, there's so many stories. People that have gone through different things, they were never perfect. You're never going to be perfect. Mm. And that's what everyone thinks Christians are or people... What like, is perfect? Jesus. <laughs> and then... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so you, you, you look at an outside that perspective... So I've got good answers, man. I'm <laughs> gripping his feet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a sales rep for no reason. But anyway. um, so if you want to sign up to my Bible study, it's $10 per month. Nah, no, joking. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, so that's like, like being honest with you, man, Ooh. you know how you said that I'm still the same? Like, I'm still the same, but my heart, man, is totally different from an inwards perspective. When we're younger, we're so fascinated about our outside appearance, but we look amazing, wearing the best clothes, but inside you're dying. That mm. was me, bro. Honestly, before I found God, I was dying. Like, mm. so like, bro, when it came to that, like, you hear a lot of people that say they found God, and as you said, you know, everyone assumes there's some spiritual fucking nutcase in a sense. Yeah. But like, it, it, it's like, I've experienced it myself. It's an inner force. Like, yeah. So what, I guess, what was it that clicked to you that actually drove, like, not drove you towards it, but like, was like, you know what, maybe... Like, I'll consider it and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, um, like. man, it's funny. Like I said, I used to be atheist, but I think it was having my daughter. Honestly, yeah. witnessing that is like, there has to be something like bigger than Higher, us. Higher, like, yeah. There has to be. Because I don't know how that just happens, you know, like, yeah. Magic. Like, yeah. like, I just, and then I really started to give my life to God. And um, a lot of people, you know, like I said, they think Christians are perfect. Yeah, I'm still not perfect. I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect. I've still got things that I have to work on. We're never going to be perfect. But it's just, yeah, I saw a lot of things and had that connection with God. And uh, yeah, like I said, it changed my life, man. Um, and from that day, and it's, yeah, it's just about really giving back to God. And I'm doing what I can do on this earth. You know, a lot of people always say there's something different about me you know, or you do stuff differently. I care. Like I serve people because that's how Jesus used to do. He served people. He was the greatest server on this whole world. So that man, that's just the credit to like, obviously who I am today. Um, mm. But yeah, you like, like you said, like you knew who I was and what we used to do. We used to party, drink, you know, it's not saying that I'm here to judge anyone, man. Like I said, we're never going to be perfect. And don't think that I'm some like person that's going to be like throwing holy water at you and stuff like that. I will mm. afterwards. Yeah, that's that. That's just my story, man. And you know, it's a credit to who I am today. It's amazing, bro. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. Is um, I guess, yeah, like people like to you know use like you say you're a Christian. People like to you know project their insecurities about that on you mm. or like they project their insecurity oh i'm not atheist all right he's gonna judge me straight away. i mean i'm atheist he's gonna judge me straight away yeah. but i think the whole the whole i guess encapsulation of being christian is I understand i'm not and no one's perfect yeah mm. like like yeah man like being christian like, i don't even like calling myself christian man but know, yeah. um it's like people Knowing always God. say yeah like always saying like oh they have experience with one person and then, like, that person apparently goes to church, but you see a different side of them. Mm. See, that's the thing. Like, you have one experience with that person. You're like, oh, all people are like that. Mm. And um, there's a, there was a quote that I saw. is like, um, Christians stop being so fake. And, and then it, I think it's like, well, stop thinking Christians are so perfect. Mm. And, you know, like, you just think 
being a Christian, you have to be this perfect thing. I, I, when I gave my life, I thought I had to show that, like I was perfect. Mm, yeah. But you know, the, through my journey, the, I was, I'm still imperfect and still str- they're struggling with things. And when you meet someone that isn't uh, a believer or believes in God, straight away they think, oh, this guy's all high and mighty. Mm. I'm still the same Regan, man. You know, mm. I still love banter and, um, you know, I still love footy and, you know, I'm, I just love God as well now. So um, it's something that's, more long term for me than you know short term so yeah hey welcome back guys we've got our uh, regan mitch and jesse we're here with a special guest sean gambin <laughs> hello guys uh, about look his, okay his successes so. none of his failures <laughs> because he has none i don't fail i do not fail seriously but failure it's for the week <laughs> never heard that one before but <laughs> that's a new one it's a sean v Surely Donald Trump. Is it actually a quote? No. I was going to say. Oh, it is <laughs> <laughs> I You're right. So relaxed. Are you all right? <laughs> Bro, you, you need to find Jesus. Man. Yeah. Oh. I need to find a dishwasher. <laughs> dishwasher. <laughs> I mean, a, um, a dishwasher. A dryer. <laughs> a laundry machine. <laughs> a laundry machine. Have you ever done the? Have you ever done your fucking washing? laundry? Have you ever done the washing? I tried. <laughs> How'd you go? That's what it came out. Like. <laughs> yeah. I kept it. Ended up going to the Asian, paying sixty in the cents for a load. Machine and I uh, didn't end up. No, that guy. <laughs> so people who are watching or sorry, listening to it, cents. old um, blocker just spat out water <laughs> for some weird reason. Spat out water all over himself. So Sean V was at peak performance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Failures for the week. <laughs> Look, you know, and that's a testament to uh, all the boys here. You know, I uh, thank you, boys. Well, it's a testament to fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> Probably is a testament to yourself. It is definitely. But yeah, you boys are into that one eighty. Uh, At the moment, yeah. Fitness. How's that going? Yeah, it's, it's good, good man. Like, man, Johnny, I got so much respect, man. He needs to come onto this. Podcast. Him and Emily, yeah. Yeah, M's, good on M's, man. Like, they're such a powerful couple, man. And um, I just, you know, you can go anywhere and train. But there's there's another thing, culture that they've created, man. It's mm. amazing at the Bro, jungle. I, you know what? It took me a while. Like I, I remember messaging him earlier this year. Yeah, didn't end up going down. You're one of those guys. I'm I'm Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nathan Layun. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I messaged him and didn't go down, and then I ended up messaging him. Uh, I I was going through a rough time, and I thought, no, I need to do something different to what I'm doing right now because I was going to the gym and it just wasn't doing anything for me. Mm. You know, I go I try to get people to train with me, but at the time I was training, I couldn't have anyone to train. So I ended up going down to Johnny's, went to a 4.15 session. I saw half the boys I used to go to school with, saw Johnny, saw, saw all those boys. And from the day dot, I've been going 4.15 since. It's just a vibe. Oh, mate. Like, you go down there and it's just that, you know, you're there. I, I used to go at 4.10, you know, train, just get there, talk to them, train. Now I'm getting there at like 10 to, f- 10 to 4, you know, just chatting with them, kicking the footy, doing whatever it is. And uh, literally, it's a it's a... Hats off to the culture that he's, he's created. And now we've just seen the announcement that he done yesterday. Oh, mate. Man, that's amazing. That. Like, that? where they're opening, I don't want to give it away because they haven't given away the actual address. But, mate. Not the address, yeah. yeah they, fuck, mate. mate Seven they, Hills. They've yeah, got 300 hills. square meters. Mate, I live in Seven Hills, mate. Seven oh. Hills is where it's at right now, I'm telling you. <laughs> Seven Hills used to be the... Uh, the, the <laughs> The place, I remember, I went to a party. Are you alright, mate? Do you so really started with that? Don't talk about my suburb years. like that. Bro, I went to I'll, a get party, the boys. I'll get the boys on your own. Nah. It ended up in an all-in brawl. Everyone at the party that had to go to the train was, station. Was that at Corona's? It was at... 
uh, when they was that the one where the backyard out... was like a tiny backyard and they ended up pulling out a knife? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I don't know. How were you invited to that, bro? I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was dead set a white Islander. It's yeah, just a were. testament I was to Sean. Yeah. <laughs> testament to Sean and his um, leadership and success. <laughs> No, but seriously, Seven Hills used to be the place that used to go, now you go, yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> and that's like, another Sean well, B. It's, it's like, it's like <laughs> Mandrua, but. Mandrua is the same. Mandrua used yeah. to go, Bruh. now you're going, FTA. Not with Seven Hills. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely right. not. I'll start, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Good having you on, Sean. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, it's yeah. Credit to Johnny. What we're saying, it's you know of his yeah. personality and his drive and his success now. But um, yeah, man, I uh, don't know where you got FTA for Seven Hills because <laughs> FTA, bro, it's that Mandrua group yeah, from yeah, the area. Not Seven Hills though. I was talking about Mandrua. Oh, sorry, I got confused. <laughs> Come on, Reeds. Sorry, I'll keep up. Sorry, Captain. He's Cap- on that. Vibe. That's right. Twelve segues. Twelve segues into the one note question. Yep. That's what it, else bro. you got for me? No, so Reeves, seriously, but <laughs> testament to yourself, bro. Look at the hustle that you've you've created from, like, I think we've said it a few times now, from, you know, the younger ages to what you're doing now with a family of three. Yeah. Like, we're all the same, you know, same age, around the same age. And for myself, personally, to think I'd have three kids, I, I couldn't do it. And, well, I, I, you know, it, it's just something that, like, it's... Because you haven't sold yourself short all night. And you're doing it now. <laughs> all of I couldn't do it. Kids, bro. <laughs> bro, I couldn't do it. Three kids. I reckon you could. Look, if it come down to it, of course. But right now, talking Regan's up, I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah, do it. Three nah, kids. It's, it's been, and that's a testament nah, to your yeah, wife as well. Course. Yeah, you know? but now, honestly, my wife... I haven't met her personally, yeah, but she seems her, beautiful yeah. from everything that you post. Without from the her, way that you talk about yeah. her as well. I wouldn't be able to do her, handle three kids without her either, man. Um, yeah. The way that she just... They actually listen to her. They don't listen to me. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, it's a credit to her. I wouldn't be able to be the dad. I, I take all the, like, the fun stuff. I take the photos and the I look TikToks. like... Uh, the TikToks. I look, <laughs> I look like I'm being the cool dad and behind scenes, you know, there's all this shit going on and my wife just calms the storm. Um, mm. But that's, yeah, credit to her because I think, you know, it's very important who you have kids with, you know. Um, it's, a, it's a partnership. Well, exactly, right? It's a life partnership. That's it, man. It's like going into business. You know, that's you right. need to pick that right partner. And that's just like marriage. It's just like having kids. It's like having a girlfriend. Yeah. You need to make sure that whoever you have is someone that is going to help you within your life, within business, within yeah. sport, within whatever your goals are. You know, you need to have that person that is, is going to help you. And, and the exact same vice versa. You can't be that selfish bloke and no, go, you can't like, you know, and it's all everything. about me. Yeah. You need to be there for her. Hmm. You know, and, and same thing. Any guys out there that have guys, you know, you need to be there for him. Any girls that need to be there for their partner, be there for her. But, you know, we're all about the LGBTQT um, and whatever other letters have chucked in these days. <laughs> I think they've got Disney Plus subscription. There's a plus at the end. No. Oh, they got a plus now. Fuck me, dude. But did you find... Settle the fuck down. <laughs> did you find, like, did it also help, I guess, when, before you have kids, before you have a partner who you're also now a parent with yeah, yeah did you find that uh, when it was just about you when it was just you know Regan just going around you know like you said partying this playing footy, footy. That, you know just doing things to I guess to chase those highs of your life did you find that having a child um, allowed you to and almost forced you to really 
put someone else before yourself yeah 100% like my ego was so strong man like no one could tear me down like it was all about me mm. all, like just growing up as well like being the, f- the favourite child and just getting <laughs> everything you wanted and you know like it, you grow up in this, this little bubble that you think everything has to go your way and it's yeah. all about yourself the world resolves around you 100% and then you just when you have a kid you gotta look in the mirror it's not about you you know it's about them mm. now and nurturing them and also when you have a partner it's not just about yourself you have to you know come to their needs and vice versa mm. um but yeah man it, it, you definitely stop thinking about yourself when you have kids uh it's very important that you know for me and my my wife our, our relationship um we, we put each other first before our kids um obviously god first and then us too because if we don't love each other you know it's yeah, gonna lay of off to our kids and um that's very important for for mm. us and but yeah man that's really good it's yeah, it's, it's been a blessing to have kids three kids I, like I said I wouldn't picture myself when I was like, young saying I was going to have three mm. kids like mm. at this age as well but I, I'm man I'm blessed I'll have more if my wife wants more <laughs> like I'll have as many as she can how many would you what's your goal what's, how many I, would you I don't want? have a goal I'll just keep going until I stop yeah so that's probably like 99 no. <laughs> <laughs> nah uh, Guinness book of records get, at that point yeah gotta get a Targo van nah, bro, Guinness book <laughs> 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 But yeah, man, like for anyone that's, you know, about to have a kid or, you know, first time father, man, it's very important that, you know, you lead your family um, because if you don't, it's, the kids get affected as well. And, you know, coming from a broken home, you know, I kind of experienced that, you know, if, you know, you don't have that father role model, you just go around. Well, that's stuff. where you learn it from, 100%. And that's where, you know, you, you go, I don't want my kids to grow up the way that I did, yeah. in a sense, whether it's money, like a lot of people go... As soon as I get money, I don't want my kids, you know, I didn't grow up with money, I want them to grow up with money. Mm. And that's where you see those kids grow up and they're selfish as fuck. They're, yeah. they're just all about money. But coming from a broken home and not having money and then growing up with, with that point where it's not about money, it's about having a fucking family that just mm. love one another more than yeah. anything in this world and just grow up with those intentions that... Family culture as well. It's a culture. The relationships, you know, yeah. it's, it's that and it's, that's where you see those kids grow up and they've got... The the best family, the best friends that, yeah. and then you see them the way that they they grow up and they the way they are the way they portray themselves is just second to none. Yeah, well, you're mm. not just affecting your kids; you're affecting their kids, the generations well, to come. So, you know, you're yeah. you're starting something. You know, you're if you're breaking generational curses from you know your parents, and I still love my parents, so they gave me as much as I could, and there's no disrespect there. Um, they are why I am here, really, 100%. like legit. So, well, if it wasn't, you yeah, exactly, I wouldn't be here talking imagine. on the Hustler podcast. But um, <laughs> no, you yeah, made it. I've made you it, man. Made it. Don't worry about it. the NRL. Don't worry right now, brother. That's it. That's it. But um, yeah, man, it's just, I, I really think, you know, obviously that's how important, you know, having, making sure you pick the right partner and um, bringing your kids up with values and like you said, not about money because money comes and goes, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Especially in Australia. Oh, mate. And that's where like after traveling and whatnot, like you realize that like we We're are so blessed, blessed yeah. here, bro. We, we have the best, second to none in living conditions. Money wise, it can come and go. Yeah. People complain about not having a job. Oh, mate. Bro, if you... in Australia, man, if you want to make money, you can make money. That's why there's a there's a stat like there's so many um, uh, you know, people that come overseas that are millionaires in Australia because of their hustle. They come from nothing. Mm, yeah, like we knew a lot of people when we were labouring that literally come from Brazil, come mm. from you know all these countries that all corners have of the world. Nothing. They come here and they 
they're killing it just yeah. in their own sense. We're working seven days a week, seven days a week, 10, 12 hour days. No, they're, they're not fussed about it, but no. we work more than four days a week and we start complaining. Yeah, yeah honestly. <laughs> I you think stay back yeah. for 15 minutes and you're like, cuz fuck this. Like, yeah. oh, you better pay me for the 15 minutes. Yeah. To also loving what you do too. Yeah, right? exactly, man. And mm. if you love what you do, man, they say you never work a day in your life. And um, I think that's a Sean V. Um, quote <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that a couple yeah. times this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it is so true. Yeah, it's very true. Like, if you actually love what you do, like uh, people always say like oh what are your goals it, it used to be materialistic finances and all that stuff yeah, man to be honest with you my goal well is growing up like, in australia it is that's what it is because oh, especially now about. with social media yeah with all this stuff and and you know comparing yourself to other people you go to school with you grow up with play footy with whatever it's all about like i need to do better than the next guy when yeah. if you seriously look back and set your own goals and go it's not about me versus you it's not about me versus you it's not about me versus you it's it's about me versus me. Yeah, we're not taught. Like Jess said, we're not, about we're, not taught, we're not taught. We're not taught. We're not taught it. No. We're, we're, we're like in this system where it's like, you know, go to school, get a go to uni, and then get a nine to five. Get yourself job. in there. Exactly. So we're not taught, man. I really, I'm really passionate about that as well. And hopefully one day I can help people, you know, not go through the things that I went through. Um, but yeah, social media. It's such a blessing at the same time, but if you use it the wrong way, it affects a lot of people. And Australian yeah. culture, man, I love it, but we're very um, tear down about yeah, everything. One hundred percent. We don't so want to see other people. It's either you or me. Like yeah. it's never Slowly both changing. of us. Like, well, that's what we're doing here. When we were in our when we were in our teenage years, I reckon that's when I was at its peak. Like that tear down. Like oh mate, and you, social if, media yeah. was like rising, and people were trying to tear down. If and anyone tried to do something different, or, or you know, too, yeah. something started like it's so funny. There's that that quote that goes around that we always you know like invest in like Beyonce, Drake, but if our mate. For example, Hustler, you better buy a shirt if, you, if you're listening to this. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't support each other. Why? Because jealousy. Mm. Because, you know, oh, nah. Why should I support them? I'll spend, you know, a hundred bucks on a Travis Scott t-shirt. Yeah. I don't know Travis Scott. No, nah, we're I've boys, listened apparently. to his music. Uh, we, we, we listen to music, so we're you know, boys. I've listened yes. to his music, bro. You know, I listen to it. I'll spend a hundred bucks on a t-shirt that I'll get in eight <laughs> weeks, but I won't spend a t-shirt. I won't spend... 50 bucks on a Hustler t-shirt yeah. because... Or just even sharing a post or commenting. And like, that's... Like that's it's just, it's, thing. it's not even it's just weird. the money. Nah, hey. It's like, nothing to do with it. If you can't afford it, yeah. it's, it's your yeah, deal. Like it's like, you don't have to buy a tea. Not even just us, anything in general. Like yeah. If you, if you yeah. consider yourself someone's friend, you don't have to go out and buy a tea. No. You don't have I to, see you so don't many have to people. invest in their product, but you can invest in them. Well, so many people, for example. By you know word of mouth. They follow Hustler, right? And they'll like the post that we post. Yeah, and then an hour later, they'll share the exact same post from a a main like a million dollar follow uh, a million follower Company. page, exact same post, but they liked our post an hour before, and I'm just like, is it? Mm. Im- why are you following us? Is it embarrassing? Yes. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, follow that. Fuck it. Share that Sean V shit. But, um, no, but seriously, like, and that's the Australian culture. Like you yeah. see in the US, right? You see one bloke make it. All 14 of his boys are sharing his shit. Yeah. Because they're going to make it. Whether or not they make it or not, they're sharing his shit. Mm. It's like here, you know, you have I so many there's boys. Teardown. There's tear down. There's anywhere, bro. Yeah, there is. Our, our like, generation. Jealousy. It's Even human. Like, it's human. Yeah. It's, it's literally Nearly sports, day. like we were talking about earlier, is the best way to kind of look at it. Because mm. you see, like, people love Steph Curry when he was, you know, 2012, 2013. Saw 2016. Wasn't doing shit. Wasn't making it, and then Golden State win back to back to back and just dominating non stop. Best record ever in the NBA. People hate, like, 
people were happy to see Golden State do tra- like bad this year. Mm. Same thing with Melbourne now. Yeah. Same thing with Roosters. They see them do good. It's like when they're like people love Newcastle now and even Warriors because they've. It's like because they're shit. They come up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, honestly, that's why people look at Knights because they were fucking horseshit three yeah. years ago. Yeah. Give it four people... years when Knights are winning two in a row, everyone will be like, "Fuck the Knights." Because yeah. we won two in a row this year. I heard people saying, "Cause fuck the Knights," because yeah. we won two in a row. Yeah, it's but weird. you know what I mean. It's like people that... love when you're coming. I guess coming up and you're not successful but people I don't know what it is maybe it is like it reflects the insecurity of themselves yeah I think it's just now that you're up there I think it's just our society man even growing up you know you saw someone with a Lamborghini straight away you thought they were a drug dealer you know we just prejudge (laughs) we just prejudge and it's just our society uh, the way that we're brought up man and you know hopefully it breaks you know everyone yeah. starts supporting each other now there's a few like uh, it's starting to change a lot I, oh, I, I really believe it. yeah Big it's starting time, to yeah. change and obviously what you guys are doing here you know pushing people and you know giving value back to the community is it's really important and mm. uh, man just hats off to the boys I guess you know what you guys are doing here and um, thank you I love I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Credit, credit to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Mitch and Jess don't do nothing. They just, they just sit here. Thanks. <laughs> sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll repeat that. Credit to Sean for all the work he puts in. But yeah, that honestly, boys, like it's good. I just love you know, obviously, especially because we I know you guys and what you're doing here, man. Is don't think it's just some small thing. Um, you like I said before, consistency pays off, and just keep doing what you guys are doing. And I know you guys are gonna get wherever you want to go. So, um, yeah, man. The, I guess the sky's yeah, the yeah. limit, they say. But um, okay. I wanted to ask one question. Blocker, I was actually the first guest to ask you. No, no, no. I was trying to ask Sean. I was like, why do we? Why do we used to call you Blocker? Honestly, yeah. What's... It started in like when I first started playing footy. And my dad reckons I was just big, chubby, just looked like Blocker Roach. Oh, that's why. Why did you tell me that? Did you tell me that? Roach. I don't know. This guy's like, like, I don't no, know. So I what like, it was, your brother. Old <laughs> <laughs> QP. So no when we went to primary school, yeah. yeah so well, when we went to primary said. school, um, I was year five and we played with year six. And there was a bloke named Sean, shit player. Sean Clarkson. Must be How do you make this shit. about yourself again? <laughs> no, no. You were talking about you. You were talking about you. And so, Jess, um, when you grew up, Jess... Yeah, bro. Oh, you know, back oh, in my day. <laughs> so, they said to me... Six, so, Sean was there. Late. He's in year six. I'm in year five. I should go, all right, we're going to call you Gambo. I said, sweet as. Blocker was in year four. Bro, and you were playing with a bloke named Mitchell. There's no way that happened that late. And they ended up calling you Blocker. Bro, everyone in my year... Was blocker like everyone knew me as blocker from year one? I think so you I should have just punch your... on about it. Yeah, just <laughs> finish this off with a quick look. I just wanted to bring it back to myself. But but besides <laughs> that, no seriously, but <laughs> no. But so honestly, blocker there were people who yeah. Yeah. didn't know my name was Mitchell. Yeah, man. Like I didn't know like, your name was. I never used to call you Mitchell until honestly. I was. It's just blocker, man. That's all Mitchell. we heard. And like Gambo, we would never say Sean. Yeah, like it was just Gambo. That's but another I, thing about Aussie culture is just his nicknames oh, are slang, just premium. Slang, man. <laughs> but slang it's always something like O or A uh, or, or E. E. Like, <laughs> like, that's the Australian, like, just vowels. <laughs> <laughs> You've just dropped the alphabet. A-E-I-A-U. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, A uh, or U. 
I would have just passed my year four exam. But yeah, plug your it. socials, Regs, before we uh, shut up short. Oh, it's, uh, my, my personal is at Regan Rona, and you can find all my other links there. Uh, my church, my... He's got the link tree. Yeah, link tree, maybe. Beautiful. So, Megaphone Media, you can follow us there as well. Um, if anyone needs help with socials, man, I'm always willing to sit down and talk. Um, free of charge for the first minute, and then after that, it's 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm joking. But, um, no, yeah. he's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is Sean's question. So, Sean, <laughs> plug your socials, Sean. Yeah, so, Regan Rona, uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Linktree, he's got it all there. TikTok. Megaphone Media, TikTok. Yeah, Sonoma, TikTok. Bread, TikTok. He's got it all there. Well, thanks so. for coming, Sean, today, man. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Bart, Riggs, you're a fucking legend. It's um, it's a g- good to have this chat with you, bro. As I said, it's good to see you after a few years. And yeah. like you were saying before, you're the same, but your mindset is is grown. Elevated. It's t- uh, mm. Elevated, 100%. Shout out to, Shout out to Andrew. I wonder Literally. where you got that name from. Yeah. <laughs> Regan's mindset. From your no, mindset. No. No, I think it was Sean Everyone Campbell. Everyone put your footy team. <laughs> <laughs> your personality. Yeah. Sean's so no shoulder more strength. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Run it straight, Andrew and Dave. Um, so, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Se- seriously, but. Uh, seriously, Regs. Thanks for coming out. You're a fucking legend. Pleasure, from boys. The Hustle Boys. Thank you very much, brother. Love you, boys. Love legend, you, bro. Brother. Absolute <laughs> legend. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. We're out, boys. Lada. Lada and girls.